what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're now tuned in to Tokyo Ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. It is Sunday, May 16th, and I know this is a little off my normal schedule, but Friday I wasn't really feeling too great, so I didn't give you guys a show. So I figured I'd get into the studio today and give my people what it is they want conversation. Now, I'm still not feeling all that great, but I'm not going to disappoint my folks. So I'm here and I'm going to give you all I can give you in these 30 minutes. So today, guys, I want to make sure that you are well. I hope you're well preserved. I hope you have been praying to the most high, whomever that may be in your life. I'm praying that you have been saying your affirmations and doing the law of attraction, walking in your purpose and knowing that God's timing and plan is always perfect. So I want you guys to know today we are talking all things relationship. You understand? All things relationship. Now that means it could be a friendship. It could be a man on woman relationship, a woman on man relationship, man on man relationship, woman on woman relationship. Whatever your category is, whatever your scandal is, we talking about it today in relationships. So in my case, I'm man on woman. <laughs> so we're going to talk relationships from my perspective, but I'm keeping the window of conversation open. So this can go in conversation piece with whatever your relationship status is. Okay. So before we get started, I wanted to give you guys just a little snippet of a quote that I heard that made so much sense for a lot of young people. Now I'm 46, soon to be 47 in August, but this particular piece is for my younger generation, preferably generation X, because you know, they are a little bit out of control in the name of Jesus. So I want you guys to listen to this, please. And if you do know someone in generation X category, please forward this over to them so they can listen and listen clear. All right, guys, here we go. The best advice I've been given, and I wish that I knew when I was younger, is don't be in a relationship with anyone you wouldn't marry. Here's why. It's a waste of time and it takes you off the market. Don't worry too much about relationships. Build friendships, and maybe one day you'll meet your soulmate. Or maybe you'll realize you want to spend the rest of your life with your best friend. Your life should not be spent on trying to fall in love or having to worry about a partner. Your life right now should be spent on you finding yourself. Go to that party, study hard, hang out with the boys, hang out with the girls, because as you get older, all those people are gonna be in their own lane doing their own thing. You're gonna look back and regret not enjoying your life when you were young. If you have a goal, reach for it. If you don't, don't worry about it. The past is a memory, the future is imagination, and the present is a gift. Make the most of being young, because trust me, Getting older comes fast. The best of all. All right, guys. So, real quick, the reason why I want you guys to listen to that particular post is because a friend of mine called me this morning and said that her goddaughter um, killed herself the day before yesterday, shot herself in the head in the driveway. Um, sixteen years old just turned 16 in December and it just broke my heart. It really did. And 
I wanted my young people to really listen to that only because Generation X and a lot of these newer generations, as far as kids are concerned and young adults, are very emotional and take every little thing to heart. And I'm not saying don't be emotional. I'm not saying don't take it to heart. But don't take it so serious. A lot of these young kids that I'm realizing lately have been doing things to harm themselves because of a relationship. The dude, 40 Cal, his daughter killed herself because her boyfriend at the time ended the relationship and no longer wanted to be in it. And I quote unquote, um, stories say that she jumped off the, was it the Niagara Falls, a bridge or some, some, some sort. And I'm sorry if I don't have a hundred percent of the information, but yeah, they haven't found her body yet from the last time I read, but yeah, she was so emotional that she took her own life because someone didn't care for her in the manner that she cared about herself. Now I've been watching Greenleaf and I know I'm behind the times, but it is what it is. God put it in my life at this moment, at this time, because I needed to watch it. And Greenleaf is really, really a good series. Like I'm so in tune to it. Like I'd be stuck to the TV for hours. Can't even get away from it. But the episode that I'm in now is the young girl started having pains in her stomach. She got rushed to the emergency room and they found out that she had some tubular issues. And the doctor explained to her mom how her tube somehow got twisted. And they were just going to go in there and just untwist them. Well, after surgery, they explained to the mom that they had some complications. That her tubulars were so twisted that they caused a lot of scarring. Scarring to her tissues of her ovaries. And unfortunately, they had to remove her ovaries, which now this 17-year-old young girl can never have children, at least not on her own. Now, this young lady was an upcoming young pastor. She ministered the youth, talked to them about church, about God, you know, giving them the logistics from a child's perspective, not from an adult, but from a child's perspective. She now had no faith in God. She now had no reason to feel she ever wanted to go to church again. She now didn't feel that God loved her. Because if he did, in her eyes, he wouldn't put her in a position where she can never produce, never have offspring, never have something that she can love as she feels on her own. But let me tell you something about my God. Yeah, and I said that, my God. My God is an awesome God. And sometimes he put obstacles, situations, and things to happen in your life that you can't explain, that hurt so bad, it makes you rethink your definition of love makes you rethink, why should I trust God? Someone I can't see, someone I can't feel, someone that I can't 
walk into a building and have a conversation with. But God understands in your heart. He's here in you every day, all day, wherever you go. It's just up to you to open your ears, open your mind, and listen. My God don't make no mistakes. I lost my husband approximately almost 14 years ago to brain cancer. Was my everything. Was my soulmate. And bear with me, guys. If I get a little emotional, just I apologize. I'm just, you know, reminiscing. And every time I talk about this, I get a little emotional. Um, And I questioned God. I couldn't understand. You took my everything from me. Everything that meant something to me at that time, you took it from me. And I was so angry at God. I was so angry that what I thought he did as a punishment was not. It took me a long time to understand the definition of true love. I realized that my God doesn't make mistakes. He does what he does for a reason. And sometimes we never have an understanding of the reason his decisions are for. But trust and believe, they're for a reason. And I really felt like in my life, my reason was God wanted me to see love at a different angle. At that point in my life, I was not sure, unsure, confused. And don't get me wrong, he wasn't the best. He had issues like any other man or any other human being. We were young. He was 19. I was 21. We didn't know. We had our first kid at 26. We had been through a lot. A lot of abuse and arguing and families not liking each other and drama and him and out of jail and me trying to figure out what am I doing. Yeah, we went through all of that. But we were young. We were young. And that was the point of me posting and letting you guys listen to that audio. Sometimes we have to take a step back. And we don't always have all the answers as adults. But you definitely don't have the answers as young adults. Relationships are built from the ground up. And in that, you have to have the most high involved in your relationships. In every relationship. Friendships, relationships, your relationship with God. Any relationship that you have has to be involved. And you have to understand and respect. Never question God or whoever your most high is. Never, ever, ever. It's done for a reason. So understand this. When you're born to your parents or to whomever, your life is written out right then and there. 
It's even written out the moment you are conceived from your parents. God has already made a plan for your life. He knows what's going to happen in nine months. He knows what's going to happen in nine years. He knows what's going to happen within 20 years. He knows how you're going to die. He knows who you're going to marry. He knows the children that you may lose, the children that you may birth. He knows it all. Do you know why? Because he designs it. So when we get frustrated and angry at God about why did you take this person from me? Understand that his design came into perfection. He designed the story. You were included in that story. And even though he knew it was going to hurt, he knew that this was going to happen. It doesn't come with preparation. Life doesn't come with a manual. It doesn't come with a handbook. You don't tell you what's going to happen. You just got to go with it. You young kids, I want you to really, really take the time to listen. Life is short. Ain't nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, not your mama, not your daddy, nothing that could take your life from this world. The only person that can make that type of decision is God himself. He is the only person that can say, you know what? You've lived your time. Your destiny was written. And unfortunately, the people that are around you are going to miss you. And I hate to do this, but it's time to go. Now, if you make a decision against God or the Most High to take your own life, that is not in the rules. That is not in your destiny. That is not what he wrote. He didn't write that you were going to kill yourself because he didn't foresee that. And yes, he's God and he knows everything, but he don't see that you're going to kill yourself. He sees the plan that he designed for you. You decided along the way to change that plan. And even though you didn't know what your plan was going to be, you didn't know what your future held, you made a decision on your own without consulting with the Most High what you thought was best for you. Now, how do you think that God feels? How do you think that he feels? He's like, hold on now, wait a minute now. From my understanding, I'm the most heavenly, the godliest, the most high that makes judgment. I made heaven and earth. I made animals and air and water. I made Adam and Eve. I created all my children, man and woman. I designed this. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, I designed the great, but the ugly came along when human beings decided to start making decisions on their own without consulting with me first. So now you're making a decision on your own without God to say, I no longer want to be here. I don't like feeling this pain. I don't want to hurt anymore. I want to take my life. Now, of course, at that moment, when God see you going through this turmoil, he's watching you. He's watching you. 
He's watching you. Your spiritual guards are watching you. And they're watching you. And they're watching you. That's when those voices start to come into play. But a lot of us tend to block those voices out where we don't hear when God or our spiritual gods are talking to us to tell us, no, I love you. Don't do that. I got something special for you. It's going to be all right. It's going to hurt. But I got you. See, our God is a jealous God. He don't want to be put underneath absolutely anybody. He comes first. God comes before my children, before my mother, which those are the most important people in my entire life. But my God comes before them. Because without him, without him designing my life, without him structuring me, without him guiding me, I can't be the support system for them. I can't be the all that they need for them. So I have to stop when I get in my feelings, when I get emotional, when I feel things ain't moving the way I want them to move. I got to start consoling into my God. And I have to have conversations with my God. And I have to trust that my God got me. So I need someone somewhere to listen to this. God put this on my heart today because he knew somebody needed to hear it. He knew someone needed to hear this conversation. That trust me, life ain't easy. He designed it to be easy, but men became involved and men changed it. And now we're dealing with whatever we're dealing with in the world. But this wasn't God's design. This wasn't his plan. His son Jesus died for our sins. Died for our sins. For us to say, I'm sorry. For us to say, can you forgive me? A thousand times. And for him to forgive us and move forward. But man and woman came involved. And decided that they can change the way the world is. Decided that they can make it better than what they think God could have done. And here we are. Dealing with a pandemic. Dealing with racism. Dealing with brutality. Dealing with hatred. hatred, Dealing with so much that God didn't design. He didn't ask for any of this. He created Adam and Eve to create a world to love, to respect, to cherish each other, not a color. He didn't say, I want Adam to be black and Eve to be white or Eve and Adam to be white or Eve and Adam to be. He didn't create any religions. He didn't create anything other than being God and loving God and being a Christian, of course. But here we are. Centuries and centuries and centuries later, all these different nationalities, all these different, you know, religions, we're picking and choosing who we want to love and picking and choosing who we believe in, picking and choosing who we say God is or who God is not. We got all this hatred 
people that just hate just because the color of your skin. Hate themselves because how they look in the mirror. And don't get me wrong. I ain't perfect. God knows I ain't perfect. I have my demons that I ask God every day to pray on me. I ask God every day to make me a better person than I was yesterday. I ask God to protect my children and protect the people around me that love me, that support me, that have my back. I ask God to make this world better. And God hears me. But it also says in the Bible, what we going through is what we supposed to go through. You know why? Because we went against the grain. We went against what he said we were supposed to do. And because we, as humans, think we know it all. Yeah, we think we know it all. We do what we want to do. We sin every day, all day, every day. I don't give a darn what type of Christian you are. You sin somehow, some way. And I ain't say absolutely everybody, but about 90% of us in this world sin, Christians and all. Even the pastors, even the first ladies, we all have sinned. We just got to ask God to forgive us. But God right now is basically saying, okay, so y'all know it all down there, huh? Even though I created y'all, even though I created the earth, the moon and the stars, y'all know more than me. Let me see you create something. Let me see you create other than a child that I gave you the opportunity to create. Women, I gave you a womb to produce. Men, I gave you the sperm to produce into the womb for that woman to carry a child. I gave you both that. So what have you created? Oh, you created buildings. Great. Created cards. Awesome. You created education. I'm so proud because you know why? I gave you that knowledge to create that. I gave you the knowledge to create all the things that you see around you. I did. Now, when you can create something that can create beyond the means and thought that you ever could think it could be, then come talk to me. But until then, carry on. I'm just assuming that's what God is saying. <laughs> you know, because we got a type of relationship in my brain. But guys, understand it's so important to love on yourself. Parents, love on your children. Love on them. Love on them. Trust me, mine get on my goddamn nerves every day. Lord Jesus, I've been dealing with something with my son. I was dealing with so much with my daughter. But I love my kids. Despite they drive me nuts. Despite... I feel like, what the hell are y'all doing? I love my kids. And I love kids in general, even though I don't want any more, Jesus. God, I don't want any more children. I love kids. I love, I have so much love in my heart that God gave me. I used to think it was a curse. I used to think that God gave me the type of love because I used to get heartbroken so bad that I love so hard with people that I would always get disappointed. And then I realized, no, nah, it wasn't a curse. God gave me that as a blessing. He said, when I created you, I created you with enough love in your heart 
to spread around. I created you with enough love in your heart that I want you to share that love. That I want you to love on people that can't love themselves. I want you to share the energy that I give you to someone else that needs that. But see, when I was growing up, I didn't understand that. It was never really explained to me. Loving God don't come with a manual. Trust and believe. It don't. You just got to fall in the grace of it. And eventually, as you get older, and sometimes I hit people when they're young. I know a lot of young spiritual guiders that are more spiritual than me. So it depends on when God decides to hit it with you. With me, it started late. Didn't start to my 40s. I always believed in God. I always loved God. I always had a relationship with God. But I didn't start walking into my spiritual journey until I was in my 40s. And I realized that everything that I've been through in the past wasn't because I was supposed to. It was a lesson. God said, you got to go through that. I need you to go through that. Because without that, I can't get you where I need you to be. And that's the woman that you hear behind this mic today. So parents, hear me when I say, love on your children. Pay attention to your kids. Hug your kids. Remind them that you love them. I want to tell you, tell them every day, but if you can't, every other day, every other three days, however you feel you have to tell your kids, and if you're not an affectionate person, you don't have to be affectionate to tell your kids you love them. Because kids are being bullied every day. Just look at the kid that was on the school bus and jumped out of the school bus window while a bus was driving because he was getting taunted and beat on on the school bus. And this education system is horrible. Because these bus drivers cannot touch these children. They cannot stop the bus. They cannot do anything. So now a child jumps out of a window on a moving school bus. Thank God nothing really physically happened to him other than a few bumps and bruises. But these kids are bullying these children. Parents, pay attention to your damn kids. Watch what they watching. Listen to what they listening to. And I'm not saying you got to be up their ass 24-7. But if your child is bullying other kids, you as a parent need your ass whooped. You know why? Because you ain't paying attention. A child will only bully another child if they've seen it somewhere before, if they're being bullied at home, or if they're not getting enough attention at home. So they're asking and begging for attention. So the only way they can do that is to beat up on someone else, show them the pain that they feel, and pray that you as a parent, once the authorities or the teachers or someone else around them have seen it, will tell their parents. But if the parents got the same, same identical situation, they've bullied people their whole life then how is that going to change the child? We got to do better, people. We definitely do. Now, today I, I spoke on relationships as far as within the home, within yourself, within God. May not have made sense when I first said relationships. I know you think I was talking about, oh, love. and No, I was talking about the relationship with God. 
It's talking about the relationship with us as human beings, with each other. Relationship with your children. Relationship with yourself. So I hope today I was able to talk to somebody and get through to somebody, somebody's mother, father, daughter, son, niece, nephew, godchild. To that young lady, shouts out to her, Eminem. I'm praying for you, sweetie. I hope that your spirit guides you. God got you, and he's going to carry you to heaven. Even though you took your own life, God got you. And to her parents and her fam, family and friends and to my best friend, I'm praying for y'all. I really am. I know I might have been out of pocket to pull up this story and, and talk about it, but it was on my heart, and I just can't control what God got destined for me to speak on. I never do anything for clout. I do whatever God tell me I'm supposed to do. Guys, thank you for tuning in today to Talk Your Itch Podcast. It's been a wonderful, wonderful journey today. It was a special episode. Guys, stay prayed up. Continue to speak your affirmations. Keep walking in your purpose. Keep asking God for guidance or whoever your most high is. Love on each other. Parents, love on your children. Ask them how their day is going. Pay attention. It's very important. We lose too many of our kids behind bullshit. And, and I don't know what I would do if one of my kids would have harmed themselves. Personally, I don't think I'd be able to function anymore. I'd be no good. Because the love I have for my kids is beyond the love I have for myself. And even though they drive me crazy, they all I got. They came from my stomach, from my womb, from something that God allowed me to produce. So losing a child is a pain that's beyond control. So to all the mothers and the fathers that have lost a child behind the hands of someone else or behind the hands of their own, my condolences, my prayers, and my big arms around you goes out to you. I pray that you guys stay lifted up. I pray that you stay prayed up. All right, guys, it's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. This is Talk Your Ish Podcast. Make sure you guys download the iHeartRadio app. It's absolutely free. I am part of the iHeartRadio family. Tune into my show every Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week I was a little under a weather, so I decided to come on into the studio on Sunday and give you guys a good old show. I know it was a little deep, but sometimes the spirit moves you in ways that you never anticipated. You just got to go with it. I'm going to pray for you all that's listening right now and everybody that's not listening. God bless you guys and have an awesome Sunday. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Mwah!